You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You push play and they'll push the limits. Not happening. I tricked you, sir. We're back. <laughs> Another episode of the Cinnamon Sugar Podcast. Ooh, fellas, fellas, fellas. I heard in the pre warm up podcast chat that Gary is ready to get in D'Angelo's ass, and D'Angelo said he can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what was said. Uh, is this how we kicking this podcast out time? For yes. real? You serious? <laughs> <laughs> Look, we can't just enjoy our time out, man. Gary here at the bar, man, with you serving us drinks. We we took that mode off, so they don't even know what you're talking about now. Oh, I, I still have it on my computer. Oh, it's still on yours. <laughs> it's still on mine. Oh. <laughs> oh, well, man. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Coming in hot, D. <laughs> so for y'all that don't know, you can mess around on Skype with your settings. And one of the modes you can put your your view in is together mode. And one of the one of the the, the scenes is a bar, and that's where D'Angelo had us. In our I'm stuck there. Now you're stuck. <laughs> he doesn't know how to get out of it. <laughs> so how was your weekend, fellas? Gary, yeah, I'm gonna let you go first, man. Uh, it was all right. Yes. I, it wasn't bad. I saw uh, one of my friends, Ahmed, as we know, and his family. Ooh. So I got to see uh, his one of his sister's new seventh-month-old baby. Uh, and then uh, my buddy came over and with his wife and uh, his kid and a friend, and they used the pool. And that was about it. That was my weekend. Didn't I just saw some people I hadn't seen in like two years, and and then hung out with some friends. That's about it. Dang, Gary, sound like you did a lot, man. You, what did you, when did Ahmed come in? Like, did he come to your house or did you go like meet him somewhere? Uh, I, I saw him in Daytona. Ah, okay. All right, so you drove out to see him. Yeah. All right, I'm not, look, I, I'm not even going to judge you, bro. I'm not, I like him. Does he still live in uh, Frisco, Dallas? He is, but he's actually about to move. I was about to say I hadn't seen him one time. <laughs> <laughs> you probably also haven't reached out to him to see him. Right. <laughs> We've talked about it before on social media about how we got link up, and we probably live like 10 minutes away from each other. We never have. <laughs> but yeah. we could also have Gary come out and visit us in Dallas, but, you know, that's never going to happen. I never get an invite, so. She. Oh, here we go. Can, can, I, can I talk about what I did this weekend? Because I had a pretty dope weekend and a lot of questions came from this weekend that I'd love to dive into if you guys are giving me that opportunity. Uh long as it doesn't cut into uh me destroying you on in tears. That's the that's the only way it's gonna cut right. into you tearing okay. me. Yeah, that's, <laughs> it definitely cuts in no. So this weekend, man, it was absolutely fabulous, dude. Um I had a friend come over and visit. We Who's his friend? By, uh Chris. I don't know him, so that's not fair. Yeah, yes, yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> Chris came over, uh, brought the kids over. We went for a ride, and um, his daughter ended up staying at the house, right? And uh, like the mom, she just kept she like text, "Hey, you know, everything okay? Is she doing all right?" And like that wasn't the only text, so I texted her back, "Stop texting us." This like we got this. You do realize we have four kids of our own. Like, was I wrong for saying that? No. Okay. Well, what about you, Tom? What you think? No, it's it's uh, <laughs> kids just provide a whole different element to the game that you know not everybody thinks about. So you got oh, okay. I'm I'm gonna take it a step farther, right? So uh, she stays the night. And it's, I mean, awesome kid. Uh, the mom, she texts me that morning, like, hey, you know, how was she? And I'm like, she's she's great. Like, everything's fine. So we coordinated when to pick her up because we were going to go to a NASCAR race. So we ended up going to the NASCAR race. And uh, the NASCAR race was sold out, and it was 100,000 people. And I had a decision that I had to make. And the decision was this. I could have took that little girl to the NASCAR race 
without her parents knowing and could have brought her back home and she could have contracted COVID from this event and I could have been held responsible for So should I have said, hey, I'm taking your kid to this event with me in the event. You see what I'm saying? Kind of very similar to what we talked about when we was at the theme park when the when the little boy slipped out of the the, the harness. Yeah. Uh, right. This is very similar to that situation. Do I need to inform the parents like, hey, do I give them that opportunity to tell me no because they don't want their kid around all yes. these people due to COVID issues? Or is it kind of one of those things like, hey, if the kid is in my possession, then this kid I'm going to treat like my kid. So we, it's okay. I would say you ask them, you'd let them know and find out if it's all right. And if they say it's all right, you are now liable for anything that happens. Time, what you... Uh... Yeah, no, I think you got to at least let them know what your plans are. Because, you know, that's kind of a you know, a bigger deal, you're taking them to a NASCAR event, you know, uh, it's not like, hey, we're going to go see a movie. <laughs> like, there's going to be tons of people there, and, and not even just, I think even pre-COVID, that's an event you'd have to let a parent know that you're taking them to, just because, you know, one thing is you're going to be around a bunch of drunk rednecks, too, <laughs> so you got to be prepared for that situation. <laughs> Okay, I feel like you stereotype of NASCAR fans. I mean, <laughs> but hey, do what you do, player. But I've anyway, been to the races, I know what it, what's out there. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> you're right. I can't even fight that. But with that, with that being said, with, with that being said, uh, as it relates to um, the the race, it 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 was cool. But the the little girl, we decided we didn't take her because I called and I was like, hey. You know, I don't want to expose her to anything. And then, and the mom was like, nah, you know, it would have been fine. It would have been cool. But my thing is this. If I have your kid and your kid is coming over and staying the night with me and or with the kids and you drop them off at 8 or 9 o'clock in the morning, right, and they're spending the night, I'm, I shouldn't have to call you and tell you when we're doing something if it's already planned in my day. So if the NASCAR event is planned in my day, why should I have to call you and tell you? Because the kid is still with me. They're spending the night. Still, I think you still would you want would you want somebody not to tell you where you're taking their kid your kids? Right, and you, and not to mention that they are contracted for spending the night. What happens the next day, you know, you always got the kids, oh, can, can they stay? Can they stay and hang out? Can they do this? And you still sit like another discussion, you know. Oh, so if the kid leave the house, you need to inform the parent that the kid leaving the house. Yeah. I, mean, no, I wouldn't say leave the house. Always. Because, like, if you're going to this grocery store, like. Y'all have lost y'all damn mind. No, no, no. See, I don't think leaving the house. If you're taking them to go get ice cream or you're going to dinner, right. no. But if you're taking them to a race. What's the difference, like, though? Because the race is a whole other thing. That's a big it's event. Multiple hours, stuff like that. A theme park, that's different. You have to let, I think you would oh. let the parents know. Bro, me going, me going to the farmer's market for three hours. That's fine. See, well, that might be different than going to like a normal grocery store visit or whatever. Like say you're going to pick up, hey, we're going to go pick up stuff to make for lunch. Versus if you're going to be at the farmer's market for three hours. I don't well, think it's not to, to mention, like, knowing you, knowing you and how cheap you are, you're probably going to try to make them pay for their ticket afterwards. No, no he's going to say the kid's <laughs> under three when the kid's 15 right. and try to get them free. <laughs> <laughs> you a hater, Gear. You hey, a hater. Like, Tell way, me I'm lying. By the way, you went to this NASCAR race and I got us pit passes, so now you owe me $200. <laughs> he's over here telling his eight-year-old to say that he's that she's uh, three. So he can get her in free places. <laughs> you stay out of my damn business, Gary. Back to what we was talking about, man. I, I don't I don't see how it's any different. If you leave the house with my kid, then the duration shouldn't matter. Cause if I'm three hours at the farmer's market or I'm four hours, we go play around the golf. Do I need to let them know that we're going to play around the golf? No. 
That blows my mind because yes. that's. I say yes for round of golf. That's insane, Gary. I think I think what it depends on. I think like a theme park. Obviously, theme park. There's an inherent risk. I think something negative could happen. Golfing. Right. I don't think anything bad could happen. I think if you take them to a race, the race is usually at night. The one that's in Charlotte. So that's more of a night thing. Night, more bad things can happen than usually. Than they usually do during the day. <laughs> And then at a race with 100,000 people, again, like you said, with COVID reasons, golf, you're around just the people you're golfing with. If you're taken to a theme park, you're taken to 100,000, around 100,000 people, that's a whole other aspect you're, you're bringing around. And like a theme park, if you took that, you're in close contact with people. If you go to a farmer's market, you have the ability to move away from people. Yeah, they're still going to be pretty packed, but you can make sure it's not. You can't do that at a theme park or at NASCAR. Well, you can because you're bougie and you're in the box, but. Because here's the other thing about it, you know, it depends on, you know, when you, because maybe you hadn't set a pickup time and, you know, maybe they, that family has plans to go eat dinner with somebody at five or six. And they were planning on coming to pick up their kid. Well, now you're gone for four or five hours to a race because you didn't know that and you never told their parents. So now you're out there at the speedway while they're trying to get their dinner plans underway. You know? Okay. I, I, I was just trying to figure out if it was like, the issue was with the time or if the issue was with the actual place i think it's, it's i think it's a mix i think it's a mix of both it's a mixed bag baby i hate y'all bro i really do i it, it makes no sense to me well we we end up going to the nascar race and while we were at the nascar race it was pretty cool because uh you know we're watching this and it was some really insane car accidents and, and it had me thinking. These cars go around this track, man, 200 miles an hour. And obviously, they've had some legends uh, lose their life in, you know, the sport of NASCAR. But, man, I saw the 17 car, uh, Boucher. I think that's how you say his last name. Dude flipped and kept flipping and kept flipping. And it it looked like, you know, this was going to be a really bad accident. And he got up, he two thumbs, and walked out of the car and was doing an interview six minutes later. That tells you how good they put that security stuff in the car. Yes, there's still freak accidents happen. But with how many accidents they have versus how many people have actually died, well, obviously, recently they have died from it. Because I think that was a lot of that stuff was before they really amped up the safety harnesses and stuff in it. Like, the amount of accidents they've had with less injuries is outrageous to me. It's so crazy. Right. Especially with how but, fast they're going. The, the, oh, the, yeah. the, the craziest thing is the Grand Prix. When you see the Grand Prix people where they're open air and they wreck and flip and they get up and no problem. There's nothing over their head. It's out, That's outrageous. That's even crazier to me. That's insane, and, and, man. And, you know, the, the, with the wreck factor, whenever one of your biggest – uh, stars passes away in the car, aka Dale Earnhardt, you know, way back when. That's going to put even more of a spotlight on Rex. And what's crazy about that one, I don't know if y'all, if y'all are watching or if y'all remember, but like that wreck didn't look bad at all. It didn't look like anything that, you know, like you were just talking about, where they flip over all these million times and then they get up yeah. and walk away. That one didn't look like it was anything that would have hurt somebody. So you never know. It's crazy. Right. I, I remember having a conversation, uh, Gary, I don't know if you was you was over there by us, but we did the we did this challenge with all a few of the NASCAR guys. Uh and Bubba Wallace was there and it was it was right after he had one of those big accidents where he he lost control of his brake and slammed into the wall and he was talking about he was he was trying to decide if he wanted to like hit it head on or like at an angle or on the side. But if you look at the video, I was trying to figure out how the hell he had so much time to think about what he wanted to do. Cause it was like in seconds. So he ended up taking it, but he ended up coming to the event and he was, he, he was like, dude, that hurt. And he had bruised ribs and, uh, you know, he ended up going back and racing like a couple weeks after, but, you know, for the most part, I was like, and that that was a violent crash. No brakes into the wall at 200 miles an hour. 
and he just got up and was just sore like that when you know we could go down the street we could do 35 in our cars and hit some and we we got broke bones and mm-hmm. all type of stuff going on like why can't we put that type of technology in the cars that we drive on a regular basis cost way too much money would you would you be willing to pay for the car you're driving now, would you really be willing to pay $200,000 for it so you have all that security in it? I, I don't think it'll cost that much, though. If you get a roll bar and a harness, I think you'll be all right because the rest... Jeeps could, have a roll bar. Yeah, but the, the, the geometry of a Jeep is top-heavy, so that, that it needs the roll bar. It Yeah, you're yeah. going to need it. I'm pretty sure that's what roll bars are famous for. Are they came from Jeeps? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I'm just saying, like, if you think about that, like, we got the airbags, and you know, I'm I'm watching these in these inside of these cameras on these guys driving these cars, and they have these high impact crashes. But because they don't have an airbag that deploys, they're still able to try to maintain and keep the car. Because once that airbag deploy and you trying to fight to correct the steering wheel, if you will, like I, I hadn't been in one of those type of accidents, but I'm pretty sure it's kind of tough to drive. And They're also a lot better drivers than we are. I don't know, Gear. I, don't, I think I can I'm do I'm willing it. to bet you get on that track going 200 I miles an you ain't doing what they're I, doing. I think I can Did do it. Did he just say, I don't know? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to tell you something, Gary. I, I, and this is the God honest truth, bro. And I, I really feel like this. I respect everybody that drive a damn NASCAR. I, a stock car, a funny car, everybody that drives, I respect y'all for what y'all do. But at the same time, me respecting y'all for what y'all do, I feel like anybody can do that. Anybody can drive a damn car gear. Anybody uh, can yeah, do Yeah, you could drive a car at normal speeds, maybe 100, but you ain't driving it. What they're doing. Gary, I, I can learn. At any one of us yes, can, you can learn, learn. Yes. how to drive a car 1, at 200 miles an hour and be okay. Or at least good, because I've seen these guys. It's so It bothers me so much that the gap between the last place in NASCAR to the first place is astronomical. It makes no sense to me, bro. Yeah. Like when we have when we have like talent and stuff like, you know, we have turnovers, things like that, but like where it's just like that exponential, like the difference in people, then I mean, is it really the best of the best? See, I also don't think that all comes down to driving. That also comes down to the car, the performance of the car. Some people, some teams aren't putting enough money into the cars to get the top of the line stuff. And some cars perform better because of that. Yeah, okay. All right. Now, look, first of all, I want to give a shout out to this epic shirt that Gary has on. Duck, duck, goose. Yeah, well, the new Top Gun's outside. Might as well show a little love. Yes, and we are going to see it um, later today, and I have heard epic reviews about it. So I'm like, I'm excited to check that. It's out. crazy to think that it is Top uh, Tom Cruise's first hundred million dollar movie in a weekend. Dang. Why is that? Why is that shocking? Because he's I mean, considered one of the top actors of all time. I mean, are you trying to you you try, you talking about the Mission Impossible franchise? No, Top Gun, the new uh, one. Oh no, I'm, I know we talking about that, but I'm saying this is first hundred million dollars in one week in opening weekend. Right. What yeah. other movie would you yeah, assume Mission Impossible? That, I would think one of the Mission Impossibles at some. Why point. Why would you think that? It was he's made five was a of Knicks them. Movie. He's had five chances. Movies. Okay. Uh, no, Jack Reacher wouldn't get a hundred million. But well, no. I'd say it's probably because most of his like bigger hits came before the big money. Correct. Box office, you know, <laughs> if I had to guess. Uh, yeah. But I have heard great reviews, so I'm excited to check that out. But speaking about reviews and movies, we have got to get to this in tears because wow. I heard you finally watched it, Gary. And it was- I, I watched three of them, and let's just say I am very disappointed. I really, I really eviscerated. I really eviscerated D with the horror ones. So I'm really, I'm really 
ready to keep eviscerating them on these ones. Some of them just don't make sense, which All I'll right. get to that. But, uh, so go ahead and start us off. Which one do you want to start off with? Well, I want to start off with his list of sexiest cartoon female, whatever you want to determine it, character. Female characters. Yes. And uh, first, obviously, I have a problem with him saying Lola Bunny from Space Jam, the new one. That was the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Lola Bunny from the first Space Jam was so much better than Lola Bunny in the second Space Jam. What? Lola Bunny was caked up in the second one, bro. No. What are you talking about? Minimized her in the second one. They took away her curves purposely. Yeah, they they took away yeah because they wanted to be they wanted to be woke. <laughs> okay, all right, that's just not y'all flavor. I get it. It's and then mine. there's you obviously had so many missing ones. Obviously, there's one missing that I think Ooh. if you actually watch the show, you would think you would agree with me. Um, but you've probably never seen the show, and uh, I don't. I completely disagree with your number one. That was. I'll give you. She can be in the top ten. She ain't in top three. I'm sorry. Elastigirl is not top three. Jessica Rabbit is number one. It's not even a question. Not the, even a question. The fact that you even put her number two is just so disrespectful. He was trying too hard. Roger, Roger too Rabbit texted me after hearing it, and he was pissed. <laughs> he asked me for your number, and I said I can't give it to you, but maybe depending on how he defends himself. Okay. So let me tell you how I'm going to defend myself. When you look at, and you, you're you going to hate me for this, mm-hmm. it's going to be hard to unsee this, but I'm, I'm going to put it out there. Jessica Rabbit reminds me of Kim Kardashian. And every time I look at her now, I see Kim Kardashian, and it bothers me. So there's no way that I can put her at number one. What about her reminds you of Kim Kardashian? Because she is curvy? I no. no. Well, Jessica Rabbit hair. wasn't fake, though. She's got red hair. She can sing, so she has a talent. You said Jessica Rabbit wasn't fake. She's cartoon, but not fake in the movie. Like, she wasn't like, she didn't have all the surgery. So you said her boobs, so you said her boobs was real. You can't say they weren't. She, they, didn't, they didn't say she, they had surgery. She said, I, baby, I was, baby, I was drawn this way. <laughs> Lips, so, you're telling me that she wasn't drawn as a fake Okay, all right. If that's how y'all want to live y'all life, okay, and then I'll let y'all live I it. have a few that I, I don't know why these weren't on the list. Okay. So, I don't have this on my list, but uh, I would be interested that I'm sure it's on some people's list, but Betty Boop. I'm sure Betty Boop's on some people's what? list because Man, of just the... Oh, Bro, I would you, not have her on my list. Man, I'm saying not on my list. I'm just saying big head up out some of people. She know. was a human gingerbread. So I do say I did like the uh, the Leia, uh, Leah, Leia, Leah, Leah, whatever her name is from Futurama. From Futurama. Yeah, I would. Yeah. I give you that one. I do agree with that one. But the ones that I had a problem that weren't on there, Francine from American Dad, oh, and Lois Griffin from Family Guy. Oh, bro, what is wrong with you? What? They are much better Gary. than some of the ones. What is wrong there. with you, bro? Some of the ones you put on there, they were not even close. Bro, bro, you did you like Foxy Brown? I did. I actually have seen the show, too. Okay, Kim Possible? Kim Possible up, up there. Obviously, we don't know age. I know you made reference to that. So I, yeah, you, I don't care about right? that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, uh, Helen, Incredibles, Miss Incredible. I mean, Elastigirl. Not my top. She wouldn't be in my top three, but I would say she's on there. Yes. Okay. So the one that I think that you would like, it's from the show called Archer, Lana Kane. I think you would really like her. Just go ahead and oh. take a little Google. I think she would have made your list. I'm about to check her out. I'm telling but, you, bro, Elastigirl, and she's stretchy. Yeah, but her voice killed me. Okay, well, I, mean, I I did appreciate the April O'Neil uh, yeah. reference. Yes. I will say that I think I, Gary's lost his mind with some of the ones he mentioned. So I don't know how he's about to rip you. Talking about some, bro. You said Lois Griffin. <laughs> yeah, you dang right. <laughs> that if 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 you if you're mad about him 
Elastigirl, you can't even talk about Lois. I didn't say Lois Griffin was in my top three. I didn't think that Elastigirl should be number Gary, one. Gary, you used her as a reference. I don't give a damn what her number is. I that was used her as a reference. You used her, and what was the other lady name? Francine from American Dad. I'll tell you the one I was mad about. Uh, Princess Jasmine. He didn't do Aladdin. any of the Disney princesses. None right. of the Disney princesses. And Jasmine, because I didn't like how they became princesses. What, what what's wrong with how Princess Jasmine became a princess? She was already she was born into it. Exactly. I, look, Game of Thrones, they were born into it too. Yeah. You, you gonna tell me? You gonna sit there? You gonna sit there in your right mind and tell me Princess Jasmine? <laughs> Ain't, ain't, ain't the hot one the hottest princess? Come, come on now. Now, I'm, what I'm telling you right now is how do we not know that Princess Jasmine wasn't like Joffrey and killed her way to the top? Because she was the daughter of the king. Of the daughter sultan. of the sultan. Come on now, D. <laughs> All right. Well, go ahead. Well, let me hear what you what you thought. Grim fairy tale. So just Princess Jasmine? Oh, you got to have at least Princess Jasmine or Belle, you know, one of those two. Um... And then, yeah, I thought Jessica Rabbit is number one. Like, I was like, I kept saying the whole video. If D has Jessica Rabbit lower than one, it's already a travesty. I do understand. And, you know, maybe his love for Alaska Girl comes a little bit, too, from the fact that she's a mom. And D has seen the hard work that moms put into the life. And so he said, you know what, that adds some value in my eyes because he knows how great moms are. So you're, you're, giving, like, you're giving him too much credit. I know. Look at the face he's making him ruining all this credit I'm trying to give him. And he's like, what? That won't end at all. <laughs> he's over there telling on himself. <laughs> D'Angelo, look at that face. But no, so I can see that. So, you know, I don't mind him having, and, you know, she thick. She thick. She is thick. I ain't mad about that. I, not, I was mad that she was over Jessica Rabbit, but that was my only qualm with that, but. Yeah, you got to have Princess Jasmine in there for show. You got to have, for me, you got to have Belle in there. Uh, and then here's the thing about the girl from Futurama. You trying to tell me either one of y'all, a girl walked up on you that has one eyeball, y'all going to try to get with her? Look. <laughs> I think it's her character from the show. I'm just asking. I'm just asking. I'm being real. <laughs> like, all those other characters we mentioned, you're like, okay, if there was a real-life version of them, I'd be like, okay, yes, sir. But a real-life version of her walks up on you, you could be like, oh, what's up, mama? <laughs> is, she, is she a Greek goddess? Maybe. Look, <laughs> she, she rank high on my list, man. I'm going, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm riding it out. I mean, I guess you could say the same thing for Lola Bunny. For real life, Lola Bunny. Well, the fact that he said Lola Bunny from the second Space Jam, I was already almost I almost turned off the video. That was, and then he said she's got cakes when they literally dumbed her down in the second one. That's like that's like saying you want Ugly Sonic over regular Sonic. The regular. (laughs) After after watching Chip and Dale, we do want Ugly Sonic. (laughs) <laughs> That's what's crazy. They want to give us what we want, but in a parody or a spoof. Uh huh. So yeah. I want to move on to his in tears about comedy specials because I feel like D didn't understand the concept of what a comedy special is. Um, and he just turned it into a comedy show, comedy shows, not an actual spe- specials, which the right. title is comedy specials, not comedy shows. So this is going to be a topic for the next two in tears. So I feel like he lost his train of thought. I will say he did recover because I do agree with a lot of his stuff. I do like Mad TV. Very underrated. Uh, loved it. Love in living color. Love in living color. Obviously, Dave Chappelle is the goat when it comes to that. I think yeah. he and Peel being there was great. I do not like your honorable mentor of ridiculousness. Love Tosh.0, though. That was a very one. I did not expect that to come from you. Really liked Taj.0. Did not like ridiculousness as a honorable mention. I would have gave Jackass, if you're going to consider ridiculousness in the same realm, I would consider Jackass, and I would say Jackass is better. Okay, so I you do realize that ridiculousness was the first of its kind. Not like, like 
America's Home Videos was the first one to like show on TV uh, you doing something crazy, but it was usually with like animals. It was just a funny thing. Yeah. You, you I mean, and I love that. Mm-hmm. But ridiculousness when it came out, it was that edgy. It was the edginess of this to the point to where there's 24 hour marathons on a daily of ridiculousness because there's so many episodes and people like it and people are continuing to do dumb stuff on social. So I it's 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 taking the place of Tosh.0 without the redemption. So I will say one that I thought might have cracked the list when I found out you're going in the specials, but I don't know if you watched it as a kid, but all that. I did. I the whole thing that. started. That's where Keenan and Kel got oh. to start. All yeah. that as a kid was everything you could want. Yeah, and that was like really such a good part of it. And like I, I didn't know if that would crack it. I know there's a lot of other tough competition because the other ones you name 100% would be ahead of it. But I didn't know if you were going to pull up the nostalgia factor and throw out all that. Who loves orange soda? I do, I do, I do. Ooh. <laughs> Hey, without all that, you wouldn't have uh, Keenan Keenan and Keller. You wouldn't have Keenan on SNL, the longest SNL running member right now. A good burger. Welcome to Good Burger. A good burger. So you got you got any comments on that one time? Yeah, I was I was uh, a little thrown off because when I first saw this, I think I thought we were coming out with like you know, yeah, uh, Eddie Murphy and Richard Pryor, you know, stuff like that, and like. but in the direction, yeah, Dave Chappelle, uh, for me, is always going to be a top. And, you know, it's probably because I ran into that in my developmental years, you know. And so those are always going to be the ones that stick with you a little bit more. Um, but I love Key and Peele, too. Uh, I think that they have done some pretty epic skits that might even um, end up being more time-tested than the Chappelle skits, honestly. Ooh, I don't know. See, now, I, the only the only question I had was you said, Chappelle, you could play Chappelle's show in the 1600s, in the 1700s, in the 1800s, and we're I'm in the 1900s, and everybody would like it. Now we're in the 2000s. Well, nobody likes it in the 2000s because they two two PC now. So they don't <laughs> like a lot of the stuff now. So I don't yeah. know if it would hold its time now. Obviously, I think it does, but I don't right. think other people would still watch it that are not, that are growing up now because they don't they don't they don't respect can, the comedy. Can he that get way. away with Clayton Bixby in today's world? I think I would say yes for me, but yeah, would he, he be would he vote? No, I think our society would try. And, <laughs> well, they try to cancel him now because it's comedy special. So All right, yeah. But I do think I would have had Kia Pill ahead of Mad TV. I think I would have had those flipped. Because you had Mad TV third, right? And you had Key and Peele fourth? Yeah. What? what? I would have flipped and had Mad TV fourth. And Are Key you and serious? I no, love no, Mad no, TV. No, no. But Key, Key, again, Key and Peele originated from Mad TV. But so I will say that that Bro, was first, a huge first thing. Of all, first of all, you said who? Key and Peele what? Because uh, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. That's in Living Color. I mean, not, in li- uh, not, yeah. not, not Jim Carrey. What is his name? Uh <laughs> When he said, "Let me," uh, uh, no, Stewart. Stewart, no. yeah. Stewart well, was the only iconic him, and then right. Coach, but who who played Stewart though? It wasn't Jim Carrey. Yeah. That's what I was thinking of when yeah. I was saying Jim Carrey. And then uh, the uh, there was the nobody coach, better than him. Well, the coach who was played by uh, Key, he was the coach who always had the high water pants. Yeah, he. Those were the two iconic characters from Mad TV. But right. Mad TV had uh, uh, what's his name, Ari Spears. Who was great, and then they had the heavier set dude who was really good too. Yeah. Right, but look, but how many people you walk around and see a dude named Aaron, and they're like, "What's up, a, a- Ron?" Like, yeah, no, I agree. That's <laughs> why I would have had <laughs> Key and Pill three, Mad TV four, but I definitely think one, two, three, and four are legit. I think In Living Color is definitely two because you really saw the out the coming out party of Jamie Fox because Jamie Fox was on it. Uh, you had the Waynes brothers, and then you had Jim Carrey. Just iconic actors, and later in life, all got their start on In Living Color. Here's a question for you. Is Jamie Foxx one of the most underrated, most talented people of all time? 
because like the amount of different things that he can do is crazy. Now, I know he gets like accolades, but like whenever people think of like best actors, you think you know Denzel. Uh, I'm I'm gonna say most un uh, people that don't get the credit they deserve. Wayne Brady, because how much yeah. he does, and uh, Donald Glover, aka Childish Gambino. Okay. Donald Glover wrote acts in Atlanta. He also wrote parts of some of the stuff in community, acting community. He writes music and he sings and he does and he does producing and stuff as well. Same with Jamie Foxx. Wayne Brady, same thing. He's an right. improv comedian. He's a comedian. He's a singer. He's a host. I, I, those are very underrated that don't get the credit they deserve. And Jamie, Jamie Foxx is just, he's got so I, many I, impersonations in his. Yeah, I think film. Jamie Foxx gets the credit, though. That's the thing. I think he actually gets credit. I, I just, I, obviously, you don't hear as much, but I still think he gets a lot of credit for it. Yeah. So, when we were, since we talked about comedy specials, and me and Time definitely thought it was going a different way, instead of talking about comedy specials, I just want to hear a top four comedians all time from both of you. Okay. I, I, So, in order now, I want four to four to one. Four to one. Yep. Um, you want me to start? Four. Yeah, you you go ahead since you All asked right. the question. I'm going to start with number four, George Carlin. Before a lot of people's time, George okay, Carlin. I just watched his documentary. I just watched his such documentary. an amazing comedian. He would be I number just, four. Yeah. Number three, you might get mad at me, but Richard Pryor. You could want him higher. I got him number three. Number two, Robin Williams. People don't know. They know Robin Williams for his acting. His stand-up is so good. He just It was all before. That's what he did before he did acting. And people just don't know about it. And it's so good. Number one, Eddie Murphy. I'm That's so five, one through four. I'm so disappointed you want, you want in you. Want me to go? Why are you still thinking, D? I'll go ahead and go. So, again, these are going to be, you know, people I've heard because I know I've I've tried to go back and watch some Richard Pryor stuff because I've heard how good he is, whatever. But I've only seen, like, one. So, for me, four is going to be Cat Williams because, uh, you know, he had a little run there as I was growing up of, you know, just hilarious uh, specials. Uh, three is Pablo Francisco. Uh, for me, never heard of him. <laughs> it, you have to look up some of his stuff, Gary. He's pretty hilarious, and he's he's like a good voice uh, person. Um, two is Kevin Hart, and then one is also Eddie Murphy for me. Okay, now <laughs> I hope y'all see. Ready. Now he's showing his age that he didn't grow up listening to these other three that I mentioned because he that's why he they're not on his list. For time, he went with the okay. new age, right? Yeah. Right, that, yeah. So, like Richard Pryor, like I said, I hadn't really heard much. I knew Robin Williams did stand up, but I've never like really listened to his stand up. And George Carlin, I don't even know who that is. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. He his documentary just dropped. It's a white guy. He was a uh, beard. George Carlin, funny. you seen uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? He's the guy that moves them in the t- comes and gets them in the uh, phone booth. That's George Carlin. Sounds like he hasn't seen Bill and Ted. Got it. Yeah. Are we we ready for my I list? know I know what movie that is, but yeah, I've never seen it. Okay. Well go ahead. Are y'all ready for my list yet? Yeah. My my top four. I'm gonna start with Flip Wilson. Uh you said you said I, that on your list. Yes, yeah. I I don't know. I him. went back. You don't know Flip? Nope, I'm putting it on my list though. Just like Pablo Francisco. Ah, uh, dude. Really, really, really good comedian he was actually the first one to start like the first black guy with his own comedy show he would tell his jokes through stories so i love listening to stories so man i watch i went back on youtube man and i was just watching old clips of a flip uh do his thing and i'm gonna do a little bit i'm gonna do a little something different because i'm shaping it from the standpoint of richard pryor is not in my top four not in my top five. He wouldn't even be in my top six. I went back and watched Richard Pryor, some of his stand-up, actually all of his stand-up, 
and none of it was funny to me. None of it appealed to me at all, none whatsoever. And I couldn't figure it out. I was like, hey, you know, what I none of this makes sense. So y'all can be mad at me, but no, Richard hey, Pryor is not your, on my your list. choice. Um, uh, I'm gonna skip over number three because number two is Eddie Murphy. Uh, because Eddie Murphy and Delirious and and uh, raw. Uh, uh, raw, yeah, they still hold true to this day. And I don't care. Dave Chappelle is gonna always be number one as it relates to. Uh, comedy and having that mic, just his quick wittedness and and everything that he offered there, I thought was absolutely amazing. And then my number three would be Robin Williams, only because he was one of my favorite actors of all time. Uh, Have you actually so, seen a lot of his stand up though? I so I have, but the what. The, the problem that I have is is everything that we're going to get from what they did back in the days is going to be a highlight. So everything's going to be good. Yeah. So you got to try and so I I wouldn't I ended up downloading like five of his specials and I would just put them on and just listen because it just plays through and it's so yeah. good because you just people don't know how much how good of a comedian he was because they only know him for acting. And I wish people knew more about it because he was really, yeah, no, he's very vulgar. He's completely different than what you expect. Right. But he's very vulgar, but he's really good. I did hear that. And and one I have to mention, this is probably like 4A, 4B, but Joe Coy. So I was going to say, I want an honorable mention who you think is underrated that doesn't get enough credit for their stand-up. So, yeah, Joe Coy is right up there for me, too. What about you, Dion? Dion Cole. See, mine... I don't think Martin Lawrence or Ralphie May gets enough credit for their comedy, for their stand-ups. Martin Lawrence is back in the day. Yeah. He, people were say, were comparing him to Eddie Murphy's Raw and Delirious at times because it was so good. And then Ralphie May, I think he's just he doesn't he never cared about the PC stuff, and he just said whatever, and it was funny to everybody, and everybody loved him. But he's an acquired taste. People, some people don't yeah. like him. Some people do. I, I just think he's very underrated, or was. He's passed away now. But I, I mean, I think Anthony Jeselnik's good. I don't think he's I, up there with the greats. Correct. But I'm saying I think he's good. But, but you have to like very, 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 very dark comedy to like Anthony Jeselnik, or you're not going to yeah. like him at all. You're just going to think he's he's gross. But I think he's hilarious. I, I respect that. I, I have to say this because I know we're getting real close to the end of the podcast. Oh, I, I still got one more to talk about with you. Okay, I because I, I didn't get a chance to talk about this when I said what I did this weekend. But I just wanted everybody to know that DJ, uh, first year playing flag football, they make it to the Super Bowl. Super Bowl game is on Thursday, 7.30. I'm pretty juiced about it. Um, but there were some things that happened within the game that I wanted to talk about that that I I'm gonna need y'all to help me out okay I've always fought being that parent that take the game too serious because I'm not playing my kid is and my kid should be the one that's out there having fun and fun shouldn't equal you winning and losing fun should be you doing exactly what that is and that's being fun I know me and you we've kind of disagreed about that a little bit Gary but you know, that's where we are. Well, the game starts, and uh, I asked the ref, I said, well, before I, st- I asked the organizer, I said, hey, man, because uh, this was their first playoff game, and it was one playoff game, and then you go straight to the Super Bowl after you win that one playoff game. I go, do they get trophies or anything? And uh, he goes, yeah, first place get big trophies, and then second place, you know, they get runner-up trophies. And I go, oh. This just got real, like just real, real. So I told myself, I said, hey, don't don't be that parent. Dude. You turn into that parent. I did, Gary. It was so embarrassing, bro. It was it was really embarrassing. And I hated myself for it. So you don't know this. So mad at him because he wasn't taking it serious. I was nervous. I was pacing the sideline, Gary. We won by two. So you don't know this, but you were talking to somebody, but I had talked to Reese, and she told me that you turned into that parent you don't like. You were so into the game. You were 
going crazy. You were yelling. You were talking about everything. You were that parent. She told me. Uh, about it. I already it was knew so, this. It was, it was so embarrassing, Gary. And, you know, I apologize. And I told myself during this Super Bowl, if I don't get my shit together, I can't go. And it, it, it was bad, dude. It was embarrassing as hell to the point to where, like, I was coaching him from the sideline. Have man. you got it together yet? Ah, uh, I, I sure hope I do, man. And it was just, and all he said was, they get trophies for winning it. And I'm thinking to myself, I was like, dude, it'd be pretty cool. The first year that he played football, you win the Super Bowl, bro. Like, undefeated, like, that's that's pretty cool. And he just like, I just want to play because it's fun, dad. And I'm like, yeah, I know it's fun. You know, high five, wink, wink. And then, you know, I but I'm I'm gonna be I'm I'm gonna be different, Gary. You're gonna get a different report in the Super Bowl, man. I I didn't talk to myself. I looked myself in the mirror and I said, Self, don't act no damn fool out here at this Super Bowl now. Time, I have a feeling he's gonna be worse. Ah. One hundred percent going to be worse. Because what? anytime somebody says they're about to work on themselves and they're gonna be better, they never are. <laughs> damn, time. You thank you for not believing in me. So uh, I saw he tried to switch the subject so he didn't talk about this last in tears. Uh, but I'm not going to let him sneak, sneak away with it. It actually ties in because he actually says it's his top seven sports celebrities. Keyword, sports celebrities. Remember, I said sports celebrities, all right? And then he goes on to talk about Kanye West and Barack Obama. And I'm so lost on how these guys have anything to do with sports celebrities. And I was like, well, oh, this is, seems like the last one where he said comedy specials and he's talking about comedy shows. Like, I don't feel like I knew where he was going with this. And then he started trying to turn it into, oh, I would love to meet this guy. I would love to meet this guy. So I'm like, oh, maybe he's talking about guys he would like to meet that were sports or, or a celebrity. Well, then it turns out the top four, he's all met already. So I was so confused on what this whole In Tears was about because it was all over the place. I don't know if you caught that time. I was a little, I was a little confused because I, when I heard his sports celebrity number six was Kanye West. I'm like, and he's like, well, stick with me on this one. I got to explain. This is Kanye West, and I'm never going to explain how he has anything to do with sports celebrity. Yeah. So I was a little confused. That's a I think cool. he was confused okay. too. So I would like some kind of clarification on what this whole segment was about. Okay, so now y'all follow me on this, and and I know sometimes I can I can bird walk, but I want y'all to completely understand what I'm saying. Uh, Roman Reigns is an ex football player, a professional football player that turned professional wrestler. If you talk to Gary, he never played a damn down. He didn't Correct. play football. Correct. He, he was he was 1, never a football percent. player. Right, but it's in his bio. Barack Obama was at a pickup game shooting a basketball and gave them boys so that work. Much. Gave them boys I that work. So it much. was on TV. <laughs> We've literally had this conversation about Sport. time, and you say time's not an athlete because he plays pickup basketball, but now you're trying to say Barack Obama he ain't is. He's the president, man. though. And, and time is trash. He ain't the president and time trash. Oh, so, man. you know, having those two variables going for you, man, it, you're not. I'm, I'm willing to bet I'll beat the pre- the ex president in uh, basketball. And one on one, I will beat Barack Obama in basketball. Man, I'm willing to put like my that. money where my mouth a, is. I can run a forty and five four. And I did under nine. five. Thank you. you did I did it in under five. In the four nine, we go check, check the video. Go check that video. I did. Go check the video. Go check the video. Get us back on track, time. Well, we are. We're yeah, trying I to just, figure out where I'm you just came really from. confused about how Kanye, Barack, and then like I just told from? you, I just told you, man. They they were they played a sport that was on TV. You ain't see Kanye West shooting the basketball. No. Unbelievable. If if Roman Reigns, if Kanye West, said, if, if you ask somebody, if, Kanye if, West, what is Kanye West? Athlete. If Brock Lesnar can say he played professional football. Only, only WWE says that. Nobody else says that. Oh, okay. Even then, you know, uh, I mean, Brock Lesnar did 
you know, hold a title in the UFC. So I think that would make him eligible for an athlete um, because technically I would call UFC a sport. Uh, I would, I would, I would say every wrestler is an athlete. Yeah, that's not that. the question. Yeah, but that's not the question. Say, whenever you say Kanye West, tell me what he's been famous for. Athlete does not even come close to reaching the tip of your tongue. <laughs> Athletes. No, I'm just sport. saying. What 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 I'm saying is is people identify what they want to identify as. Barack Obama identified as a basketball player that particular day, so therefore he was my celebrity athlete. My celebrity athlete. <laughs> Kanye West is the same way, man. Yeah. Sounds like D'Angelo is hoping that Barack Obama sees that video one day and it's like But any but anyway, it, they all lined up. It all made sense to me. It was celebrities. <laughs> it made sense it to was, nobody else. What makes you. sense is you was on that uh that leaf <laughs> before you did <laughs> that. No, so the whole thing it's funny Drug because three. like at first, I literally thought you were changing it to people you wanted to meet because you said, I would love to meet these people, this person, this person. But then when you got to your top four, you'd met all four of them. So I didn't know where you were going with the whole segment. I was so confused. Where's Tom uh, Brady? Tom Brady's not on my list. Oh, so it's your personal list of yes. people you want to meet that might have yes. been able to shoot a basketball. In so, a, yeah. I, I I don't even want to ask time because I already know what time's gonna say. It's not even waste, waste my time. Well, yeah, LeBron's number one, of course. Yeah, I mean, we know. Well, and the thing is, I think that you know you have a very compelling argument to say that he might be the most popular athlete right now, <laughs> currently, just because of the run he's had in basketball. He's a part owner of a soccer team, so he's kind of visible in that realm. I'm glad you brought that up. Can we talk about that real quick? The whole sure. owner stuff. Why why did they feel we had to change the name of owner and governor to governor and NBA? Well, I don't I why, why did they why did why did it get changed owners in the NBA now called governors? Why? What was the purpose? I guess they don't want to make it sound like a slave term. Uh do you own a car when you when you buy it? No, you govern the car. You're such a liar. I hate you so much. <laughs> so, so, so my problem is the problem is so he fought because he also and your your LeBron had mentioned that he didn't like the term owner or whatever, but he's calling himself an owner of a soccer team, not a governor of a soccer team. He's a part owner, not a part governor of a soccer team. So I have a problem with that. If you're gonna have if that's what you're fighting for in the NBA. I did, it just it it's so it's so backwards in my eyes. The damn just, hypocrisy! Gary. It, it is I'm outrageous because like when you buy something, if you buy it, you own it. Obviously, you don't own your land. Government screws you in that act, but you get to pay taxes. Yes, you own it. You still have to pay taxes, but you own the land for whatever. But if you buy something, you own it. You don't govern it. So I've never, I didn't, I can't understand that why we changed the term from owner to governor. It just doesn't make sense because they they don't govern the team. They hire somebody to govern the team. They own the team. They bought it with their money. They're the owners. It does. It just doesn't make sense. And then now LeBron is a two percent ownership or whatever he is, and he called himself an owner. Why wouldn't he say he's a governor? It's I guess just, where that comes into play is uh, I can just see the optics of it. The you know the owners of the NBA are pretty much all white. I mean, I guess outside of maybe, you know, Michael Jordan, and I don't know if there's another one. Uh, and then the majority of the athletes in the NBA are black. Um, so I can see how that might be viewed how, as... But a, how? Because they bought the team. They literally bought I the know, team. They I get it. I, mean, I, understand, team. I understand how you could feel it. It is silly, but I could also understand in today's world how they are like, oh, we should probably... But, but if that's the case, then anybody that buys anything... NBA should call themselves, say they govern wherever they buy. They don't own it. They're not owner of it. They're not owner of their house. They govern their house. Right. That just doesn't make a, sense. You don't have a history of discrimination to houses that makes houses. You don't have a history of you had you they just they had NBA, yes. They but they, everybody came in in the what fifties? I think Walt Chamberlain well, they didn't have the NBA, it was the ABA, but it was it was it wasn't segregated at that time. Well, I'm uh, talking outside of the scope of sports. No, I, I understand that, but if you own something, you own it. You don't govern it. That's the thing; it just doesn't make sense. That's why I had a question for it. But then, 
LeBron calls himself an owner. He's now an owner instead of he's a governor of a team. It just doesn't make sense. The two we, I don't know. I don't know if he fought for the change in the NBA, but if he's calling himself an owner, he's going against everything he fought for in the NBA. Is what it just looks like to me. That's optics. You want to talk about optics? So you don't even know if LeBron was part of that change? And no, no, no. I, I just know he's a vocal. He's a vocal. Uh, a vocal head in the NBA, and he carries a lot of weight. And I know it got changed, so I I'm, I know he's big in social change and all that kind of stuff. So he might have. I don't know, but I I would assume the big the top the top dogs would have to be raising enough cane for it to happen. And he was the top dog during that time. I, I just yeah. I'm just trying to figure out the logistics of why it makes sense if you buy something. It does. It it doesn't it'll it'll never make sense. But as long as it's LeBron James, he'll. But then that's also a way that maybe he can communicate with you. Because if he just come out and says, "Hey, I'm not using that term anymore," and I just say "govern," then people don't understand what he's saying. So he's just using uh, "owner" for people to understand what it is that he just paid for. <laughs> yeah, but the owners aren't governing the team. They hire people to govern the team. Yeah, you, that's what your GMs about are governing the team. It just I'm I'm talking about what what logic is. That's all. Just logic, yeah. logically and thinking. And I know the I, world's not logical thinking most of the time now, but well, yeah, and I don't I, like I said. I'm sure it's more so about changing away from the owner term as opposed to changing to the governor, as if it's a more. Uh, you know, proper term as far as what's actually happening. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's more about them changing away from owner versus changing to governor. Yeah, but so then why would LeBron call himself an owner instead of governor? Well, like we just said, we don't know if he was part of that change or... But, you know, I agree, but if he was, why would Right, he but that? when you first started talking about it, you may seem like LeBron was tweeting about it. I can Google it and find that out. <laughs> I just feel like he would have been because he's he was the biggest head at that time. Right, but I, I didn't even know that was the thing. I've not even heard that really. What? The whole governor owner. Switch. Oh yeah, it got changed. Yeah. Getting on the video games is now governor instead of owner. Oh uh, yeah, well I don't really play the video games maybe because I feel like I still hear them call like Mark Cuban. They do by accident. They're not supposed to. Really? Yeah. That's a stupid rule. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I, before we go, before we go, I'm putting y'all on the spot since y'all didn't want to talk about, you know, any of the horrific incidents. Yeah, any of the horrific incidents that happened this weekend. Since y'all didn't want to talk about it, I'm going to force y'all to choose. What team are you on? Are you team Johnny Depp or are you team Amber Heard? I like it with no context. Hell no. I am, team, <laughs> I am team. I am tired of hearing about that bullshit. No, you you got to choose one. You got to choose I, one, time. Which team? No context at all. No, Which team are you on? I don't. I have watched zero trial. Video. You don't have to watch it. Which team are you on, man? Well, I don't even. I didn't even know Amber heard who she was. Before this, so I would be team John. Have you, you seen Aquaman? Have you yeah, seen Aquaman? I know she's in Aquaman. But, but you, okay, then you know who she is. Yo, oh, yo know. you know I'm she. Saying, you but... know who she is. You said you didn't know before this, but you know now. So since you know now, I need you to step out there, draw that line, and step across it. Are you team, team Heard or are you team Depp? So Even knowing that she's in Aquaman, I'm team Johnny so Depp. I have a question for you, then D, before I answer anything. Or are y'all willing to just dive into this on the next episode instead of just talking demo team whatever? Are y'all willing to? Dive? I'm willing to dive into it. I've watched a lot of this thing, and I think it's very interesting. Yes, it is very nauseating to hear how much it's going on. It is a very interesting dynamic because you're seeing <laughs> the craziness of everything that's going on. It's a, it's a distraction. But uh, and I, I know I know you want to talk about some of the gun stuff gun control and the shootings, the school shooting stuff. I would like to discuss that as well. If y'all are willing to dive into that, I'm willing to dive into both of those. It's going to be a very uh, hotly contested uh, debate, I guess, from all of us. And yes. it may be triggering to some people, 
just pre-warning that some people yeah. may not like what's said, but it's we're just gonna, we would give our thoughts, not anybody yeah. else's thoughts. All I'm I would like to dive into them. If we talk about Johnny Depp and Amber Heard on our podcast, we're gonna shit the bed. <laughs> I'm willing. Well, I have. I so I've talked to some people that are not. <laughs> Gary. That are not male that have dealt with these situations that is being that's being thrown out in the case. I have talked to people that have dealt with that and been in those type of situations, and I have their opinions on it as well on what they think. Gary, as tall as you are, I can't believe that joke went over your head. No, I know what you're saying. Trust me, I, I, the, the bed. I, I watched this thing. It was just a dog. It wasn't me. Uh, hey man, I, can we? Thank you guys for joining us today. Uh, thank you for joining us for another episode of the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast. We out! Hey, D, real quick before we leave, would you mind just knocking that air mattress over a little bit so it ain't propped up on that dollhouse? It's <laughs> messing with my OCD over here. <laughs> we'll be back next week. If you hadn't already, go check out D'Angelo's trash in tier videos so you can tell us how terrible they are. Write in the comments how terrible D'Angelo's lists are so he knows what in the world he's got going on. We'll be back next Monday. Hope you enjoy your day. Woo! You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You are now listening to 